This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What do we do with Madonna? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, you know, that much anticipated uh, Madonna. Performance occurred last night on the Billboard Music Awards. Yeah, by all accounts, this was one of the things a lot of people were looking forward to. It certainly in our house, this was, um, I mean, Jamie like ate dinner, ran into the living room, and I didn't see him for the rest of the night. Um, and I watched after the the fact uh, her performance. But um, you know, for some people, they're probably like, "Who's this Madonna thing person, lady?" <laughs> Um, but for those of us of a certain age, actually, I feel like everybody has an appreciation like for her. But generations. specifically for those of us of a certain age, because we grew up with Madonna, mm-hmm. she was the first. Ultimately, she is, I think, the first, you know, modern queen of pop. Yeah. She, you know, crafted an art form that now so many other women uh, are failing to match. But try though they may. Try though they may. Um, anyway, so yeah, my point just being that everybody was really excited for it. And like you, Colleen, I think I, w- I struggle every time I see her because it's like a love-hate. Yes, I have Madonna. I have big Madonna feelings. Uh, Madonna inner conflict. <laughs> inner Madonna um, conflict. I know it sounds so dramatic, but it really... Oh, but listen, like because I because I cheer for her in the way that you cheer for somebody to continue to be at the top of their craft because she did mean something to us as young people. I want for her to be able to continue to reinvent herself in a spectacular way and sustain that level of respect and talent. I don't want her to turn into the joke is what I'm saying. Yeah. Or a uh, a caricature of herself. And she's been in danger of that at times in her career. Um, But she did her new, her new single, I'm going to just, I think she says Medellin, so I'm going to say Medellin. Oh, look at you, Aubergine. Well, I'm just going to say it the way she says it. as in Medellin, Colombia, but, you know, I'm assuming that's because people from Colombia say Medellin, and so therefore Madonna always the one to be culturally uh, aware Mm -hmm. is also... But we, you know, we had this whole conversation about that, did we not? Yeah. Just that she, you know... That's like that thing that people do, and it kind of makes you roll your eyes, even though I get why they're doing it. Right. Right. When you insert the properly pronounced. Yeah, when you're like, hi, the Americanized I'm Bob version. Smith, and I'm from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Yeah. So she does. So she so she did her single, Medellin. As I, I will say, as she says it, and we were anticipating that there were going to be holograms. Uh, Five million dollars, allegedly, that she spent of her own money to put holograms. We were like, "What is it going to be? Who's uh, coming? You know, um, you were hoping Frank for Sinatra, Liberace, Liberace. I mean, yes. Oh, that would have been awesome. But you know who it was? It was her. It was Madonna. Madonna did a performance with M- Madonna. 
Um, because her whole new, the whole album is about this woman of mystery with many, Madam X, many identities. She had all the different identities of Madam X dancing alongside her. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Exactly. But I don't know about you, Bradley. I thought those were some janky, but. (laughs) Well, okay. But here's the thing. Holograms. Yeah. So I think you were going to say ass. It's okay. Um, But here's the thing. Yes. If you didn't see the performance. So she basically had these holographic versions of herself showing up in different outfits, dancing alongside her on occasion. Mm -hmm. There were also some, just some other like bits and pieces that were holographic, holographic, whatever Uh holograms. Um, this is the the thing that I was curious about. What the experience was like in the yeah. studio or in the state in the theater, theater uh, in the moment, because I I wanted to know if they actually showed up right in the moment. I mean, they're holograms; they must have. It wasn't just like the apps on your phone now that will create sort of a virtual reality experience right. where it's laid on top of reality. So it's just an image that's placed on top of reality right? Um, for us to see on TV. Because I imagine if it's the case that they were there live in the studio, in the theater, that that was probably a very cool experience for those who were there. right? And maybe there's just something about the uncanny valley of holograms at this point that we're not quite there yet um, when we're watching it on TV. That said, yes, they like... I didn't understand the point other than it gave them something to sell the performance with. Meaning, in the lead up, you could say, holograms coming, pay attention. Well, what I'm hoping, uh, honestly, is that when she does go on tour with this new album, those holograms will be part of it so that people will have the opportunity to see them live in concert. Because I do think it's, I, I honestly feel like the hologram technology is lost on the medium of television because of exactly what you said. Yeah. Later in the show, exactly. Later in the show, we had the opportunity to watch, uh, Paula Abdul tap dance alongside a, a cartoon cat, MC scat Scat cat. cat. And that it looked the same to me in the sense that to me, there was no difference between Paula Abdul dancing next to a cartoon cat and Madonna dancing to, a visual version of herself well and also wasn't it first michael jackson that did this yes and that was actually you know we were kind of blown away maybe it's because it was the first time we saw it but there was just something not nat oh natural about this particular performance i also again just don't think it added anything like your experience of the song we talk we're talking about being conflicted with madonna at the bbmas last night and i think this is just a feeling i perennially have with Madonna and I will tell you my partner I don't know what he thought of last night's performance because I haven't seen him since I went to bed before he did um, because he had to stay up till the bitter end of course Um, I appreciate something called the internet so that I can Mm -hmm. watch it at my leisure but you don't have the FOMO he wanted to watch it in the moment which so I don't know what he would say but I will say that in the past he's always been conflicted with Madonna too he's a hyper super fan right um, so he loves her and he was probably crying tears of joy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's willing to be critical. Like, I don't understand why she's doing this or this or this. And uh, in that regard, it wasn't just the holograms. It's like that song is is kind of it's a good song, right? Yeah. Like, well, it definitely is like 
it is it it is the, what you expect from Madonna. Yeah, meaning it has that flavor and tone. Yeah. of a Madonna song. She sings it and well, like Madonna would sing it. I couldn't hear anybody else doing that song. And I think the thing that I appreciate about Madonna, it's a feature, not a bug, is that she does reinvent herself every time, and she does this. I mean. She does herself better than anyone. Right. Whether or not you like that is a whole separate thing up for debate. But she's still doing the same thing that she was doing. You know, I mean, again, I'm maybe not the expert to say that Jamie's probably in a far better place to have thoughts and opinions about it. But just from being a casual Madonna fan, I mean, when you watched her in that performance last night, I'm like, that's the same Madonna. The only thing different is the passage of time, Mm -hmm. which brings me to the other conflicted part of last night's performance she just looked a little too, st- not stumbly, but like geriatric. Like and maybe I, she and it's was not trying some age, moves that she has aged out of. And it's not an age thing. Like I'm not being an ageist. In fact, if anyone is rooting for Madonna to be in her 60s and still kicking and stretching and kicking, look at um, Paul Abdul, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. There was something just stumbly about her performance. Like she was not. And that has that's also kind of a feature, not a bug of Madonna is very often in her live performances. She seems kind of like not super sure of herself in a way that she didn't used to be. I don't know. So that's one thing where I was like, oh, 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 like and her hair and her Uh lace gloves. But yet her legs and she can. You know, still yes. she looks kick and stretch. Fantastic. I will say this. I was totally against the whole concept of this Madame X album where it's she's like a woman of mystery and um, you know, she's just about it. She's a, a whore, she's a dancer, she's a you know, she's all she's these a, things. Um I was sort of against it because I was like, Oh, this is like alter ego. Ugh, I don't like I don't get with that. But the concept of using the hologram technology to display that to me was awesome and dynamite and super inventive and, and would the performance would have suffered without it. Meaning in order to make that whole Madame X scenario work, you have to be able to show all those different facets of this alter ego she's created. So without that, that performance would have been like, you get the, the, the journey of the mind that people were on in order to make this happen. How much of that's Madonna and how much that's the people behind her. I don't know. So you can understand the sort of direction they were going. And you know, she's always telling a story. She's always showing up with an idea. She's not just some people who shall remain nameless. Mariah Carey, who just turns on a mic and puts her finger in her ear and thinks she can, you know, hit her high notes, get all of the adoration that she deserves because she's Mariah Carey, which there are people who will give her attention if she shows up and farts in a moo-moo. But for the rest of us who actually want somebody to do their homework, you've got to give Madonna credit because day in, day out, year after year, eccentric as she may be, she's still like putting on an actual show. She's not just like, listen to my favorite song from 1990. In fact, she's always kind of been, she rebels against her previous stuff in a way, right? Because Mm -hmm. she's. Which is also kind of annoying because when you do want to hear her hits, she's like doing a like a weird flamenco polka version, version of, of it of, you know, like a prayer with gypsy dancers that you're like, why? <laughs> what? Just give me the damn song. So I but but to that, I give her credit. She's keeping it fresh, trying something new. And um, there are a lot of other artists who just phone it in.
how true that is. And we'll talk about some of those artists a little bit later in the show. Uh, but we've got a Dirt Alert coming up with Holly after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts has hey, brought girl. all the dirt from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello. Hello. Uh, I do want to talk about some of the winners at last night's Billboard Music Awards because there were actual little trophies I that were. about that. <laughs> and about that part. Yeah. Uh, Drake won 12 trophies at the Billboard Music Awards last night, bringing his total to 27 in his career. And that's more than any artist in history. So congratulations, Drake. That's, that is kind of amazing. Uh, I... I he just he's so not on my radar in but terms he, of just like I don't listen to a lot of Drake music, but everybody else does. But yeah. that yeah, and that's like a sneak attack right there that he just like made a record in terms of how many awards he's won. Not like a <laughs> you stop. I can't. Thank you. Quiet, <laughs> quiet your mouth. Uh, Holes Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations to Drake. That is huge. Yes, that is. Cardi B won six Billboard Music Awards and Maroon 5 took home four last night. Did you see the one that she accepted on behalf of herself and Maroon 5? No, what did she do? I mean, she just went up there. It was for that Girls Like You. And she gets up there and she's like, when when they called me. Okay, that's not Cardi B. But she was like, when they called me and asked me to do this, I was like, okay. And then she said, I heard it and I knew it was going to be a hit. And she just was adorable about yeah. it. And she, she says does, now she sings it to I her think daughter. That's a thing we love about her, even when she's kind of too much to handle, mm-hmm. is her um, just sort of. She's unpolished. Very. What's the word I'm even trying to say? Yeah, unpolished is a good word. Just like average Jolene. Yes. <laughs> Yes, she's relatable. Relatable. Yeah. Uh. Some of the big performances, of course, you guys talked about Madonna in the last segment and her uncanny valley of Madonna holograms. Mm -hmm. Uh, Taylor Swift kicked off the show with Brendan Urie of Panic at the Disco. They sang their big song, Me, the Jonas Brothers, Mariah Carey, Paula Abdul. By the way, we did receive a call. During the break, asking us to discuss Paula Abdul's appearance on the Billboard Music Awards. We're going to go in depth at 2 p.m. And uh, if you thought she was singing, well, she wasn't singing. Yeah. Can I also, we'll we'll talk about her, but can we talk a little bit about Taylor Swift? Because I don't think we have her on our list. Yeah, we can talk about Taylor. Let's talk about Taylor Swift. I hate that song. (laughs) (laughs) And when I heard it, I was making curry in the kitchen last Mm -hmm. night and i could hear it and i'm just all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey steven diener hosted the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
It's like, this is the laziest song of the year. And I know some people love it, right? I get why they love it. Like, there's a hook, a right? Hook. You're like, yeah. dee, 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 yeah. do, do, do. But that's why you like it. I mean, also, you like Baby Shark, do, 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 Baby Shark, do, 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 do. So, I get why things are, you know, meant to... You know, you know what else is get plop, fire in plop, people's fizz, like fizz. Oh, what a relief it yeah. is. Yeah, but there's just something so lazy. And I, when I watched the performance, I was like, yeah, it's still lazy. She ripped off Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, the beginning. I was like, no, this is not the year. Yeah. To be yeah. ripping off Beyonce, sending out your marching band among bad well, idea. It, she trended like they're calling it Mayo Cella. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, you can catch the performance if you missed it. By the way, on our website, mytalk one. And I know the Taylor lovers out there are going to come for me. That's fine. You can come for me. Um, it's you your know, girl. I get it. it. But it was really. It was like. It's like. It really is like cotton candy vomit. It is. Well, but it's is, not even like the candy can and vom- the candy. Cotton oh candy. my god! It's What's happening to you voice? too. Instant karma, there, Bradley. <laughs> it's a it's a commercial jingle, is what you're saying. This song is. It's an earworm, and she's the grown up JoJo Siwa, you guys. Yes, she is. Yes, but what I was going to say is that I like cotton candy vomit from Katy Perry, for example. Right. That's what I want from Katy Perry. Um, you know, I think Taylor Swift is just. You know, talk about trying to reinvent yourself. I don't know which Taylor Swift I'm supposed to show up for. I think that's a really good point because she did start with country roots and that's where she got her success. And then when she switched over to pop, she's been throwing spaghetti at the wall for a few years. And to her credit, doing so very successfully because, you know, lowest common denominator. But but I just as a personal thing, I I'm not a fan. of She's she's not for you. Cat and Condi. That would be a good name for a drag queen. Yeah, it would. <laughs> so you can see some of the highlights from the Billboard Music Awards over on our website, mytalk1071.com. Speaking of things that are happening in Las Vegas, Donnie and Marie are wrapping up their residency at the Flamingo after 11 years in November. And it looks like Marie Osmond has a new gig. And she might be replacing Sarah Gilbert over on CBS's The Talk. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, that's kind of, a. I mean, to go <laughs> from like... Like lesbian, uh, kind of a cervic lesbian to like middle-aged saccharine sweet Mormon lady. Oh my gosh. Well, the official announcement is going to be made next Tuesday, so we don't know for sure. However, TMZ is basically all but saying that CBS has decided to go with Marie Osmond. And the reason is, is that Marie Osmond was a guest host in February. Ratings went up through the roof when mm-hmm. Marie Osmond was on the show. Executives like that. And so they want her to join the official panel over on the talk. Okay, this is stupid. I don't know where I'm getting this memory from. But did she or Donnie have a talk show in oh, like yeah. the 80s or 90s? Yeah, absolutely. Well, late 90s, early 2000s. It was called Donnie and Marie. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Good. She also had her own talk show on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. And they had a variety show in the 70s. Well, that I knew about. I just couldn't get to the drawer. I knew that I had seen like a a talk show format with them. I like her. That's the thing. I like her fine. Um, I'll be interested to see how, like, taking the long view, how that turns out. Well, you know, when she's out, they can just replace her with one of their dolls. True, dolls, she's you know. got she's got plenty. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you say a troll doll? No, her doll. Oh, okay. Marie so, Osmond's that's so dolls. Rude. Troll dolls are cute. They Did got you the say little a gem doll. 
They got the little gems in the belly button. Thank you for that uh, dirt alert, Holly. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, Biache. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? I've got Megan on the line. Megan. Oh. What's Megan playing for? Megan, Megan, Bobegan is playing <laughs> for something that Holly will share with us. A pair of movie passes to see Long Shots starring Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen is in theaters this Friday. Hey, Megan, you ready to play the game? Uh, Yes, I am. Okie doke. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Slim Shady is the nickname of which hip-hop star? Eminem. The Billboard Music Awards were in what city? Uh, Las Vegas. Lassie is what kind of animal? Um, A dog. What is the name of Madonna's upcoming album? Oh, I don't know. Pass. Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor star in what 2001 movie musical? Um, oh my gosh, I know this. Uh, Moulin Rouge? Yes. What is the name of Madonna's upcoming album? Um, Madame, Madame X? Yeah! Yes! Megan, that was awesome. Very French Way of you, to Megan. save it. Madame X. Congratulations, Megan. You won the 30-second pop culture challenge. You're going to that movie, girl. Yay. Now, uh, we do that every day at 1230, so if you didn't get a chance to try today, you can try again tomorrow. And now that we're done with that, we can move on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. All of the blind items this afternoon, Colleen and Bradley, have to do with last night's Billboard Music Awards. I love when we do these. Okay. So all of the happenings and the following blind items happened last night in Las Vegas. Here's your first blind item, Colleen and Bradley. Try to see who this is about. Look at my weight loss problem. And it's vegan, too, said this A-list rapper as she did lines of Coke while getting ready. Beyonce. Uh, I'm oh, totally stop kidding. it. I'm totally kidding. Mm, Cardi B? Ooh, oh, yeah. God. Look at my weight loss problem. And it's program. vegan, too. I think it's program. Yeah. It's not a problem. Uh, I mean, it's a problem. <laughs> the Coke program. is a problem. Yeah, because that's what Cardi B is calling her Coke use. Mm. It's a weight loss program. Oh, God. I don't, well, it doesn't have any points, I guess. Do you know what I, you know what really makes me, what makes me sad? Sorry, my headphones are cutting in and out, so I feel like I'm underwater. Um... You know, it makes me really sad. What? Is that the generation today, you know, like the Cardi B's of the world, they didn't grow up with um, this is your brain on drugs. They didn't grow up with just say no. Mm -mm. They didn't grow up with dare. No. What is the. They didn't have that fear that if you did cocaine one time, you were going to die. Right. And that is a fear that I grew up with. And I've done a lot of things and had to you know, account for much in my past, thanks to some other things. But of the cocaine, I didn't have a problem because mm-hmm. I saw Nancy Reagan standing over me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I saw my heart exploding. Just so. say no. Yeah, you saw that very special episode of Different Strokes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we And we all saw Rachel Lee Cook <sighs> trashing a kitchen 
with a frying pan because this is your brain on drugs. Any questions? I learned it by watching you. You all right? We'll move on with another blind item. This one is There's non- There's so many people under the age of 35. <laughs> that are like, They're like, what, what language are they speaking? Get off my land. This one has nothing to do with drugs, you guys. Okay. Wonderful. But it did happen last night at the Billboard Music Awards. Yeah. Try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery. Okay. Try to find one person last night who enjoyed their encounter with the foreign-born A-list actress. Some people said it felt like she wanted her rings kissed. Oh. Mm-hmm. Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra. Chopra. Good job, guys. Wonder Twin Powers activate. <laughs> Let me Read the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to find one person last night who enjoyed their encounter with Priyanka Chopra. Some people said it felt like Priyanka wanted her ring kissed. Can I just stop for a moment? Will you guys you do whatever I've been you on this, want to do? I'm on a tear today, so you can just slap me around if you need to. Thanks for the permission. What the hell? Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra? Why are these people a part of our lives? I know. They're becoming Kardashian level. Like, in terms of the fact that we talk about them every day, you know, um, people get, they're like, why are you talking about them Kardashians all the time? I can't help it because they're, they're a plague. And they're everywhere, and we have to. They're like herpes at Coachella. <laughs> they're like herpes at Coachella, <laughs> or at Stagecoach. I don't know. Or at Country Music Jam, mm-hmm. or Lollapalooza. Lala, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So my point is, we now talk about them on the daily. They are like, what? No, somebody's see- going to look back and be like. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about these two that are unlike any other celebrity. This, that we've been talking about for the last few months, it's it's unreal. No, but you know what it is to me, and I'm glad you said that because I want everybody to think about this. I want you to sit there and think about what you've done. Mm-hmm. No, but I do. I want people to really think about this when they go. I can't believe you guys talk so much about how their relationship is fake. I think it's real. This is how you know it's fake. Yeah. Because they won't stop putting stories out there that are non-stories like, about just them. Ask and yourself, that's what we're talking about. This is why, again, we are the canaries in the coal mine, you guys. We are. I remember very specifically when we started talking about them, trying to, and we sort of were poking fun. Like, here comes this, you know, duo. They're joining forces so that they can get as much publicity for their careers as possible. And you all laughed, haha, in our face. Mm-hmm. And now they're every hour, if not every other segment, mm-hmm. <laughs> they yes. will be coming up as a topic of conversation. Yes. And yes, last night we certainly were talking about them because Nick is a music person. Mm-hmm. But it's just so bizarre to me that, like, how many, what, six months ago? Mm-hmm. We were not talking about Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra independently other than when they had something very specific in their career. And now, because people will say, oh, Priyanka Chopra is a worldwide celebrity and has a huge following in India. Well, I'm not taking anything away from her as a person. No. But the level to which the media talks about these two now is something that did not happen six months ago. No. And when she was doing uh, that show Quantico, we barely ever Nobody mentioned her. Priyanka Chopra No, was. and she was showing up in your living room once a week at least, and you, we weren't talking about her. Yeah. But now we are because she, they are planting the stories. And don't be mad at us. Be mad at the tabloids yeah, for just, just taking the PR. We're just the messenger's kids. Yeah, man. 
Well, we'll tell you the Sorry, truth. Sorry, I just... I had to have a record. Okay, do you feel good? So, Holly, I'm, I bogarted your segment. Do you no, feel good? We got more. Did, yeah, we got more. Okay, let's do it. Here's another one. It's a Priyanka Chopra. Absolutely not. It has okay. nothing to do with the Jonas Brothers. We're going to get back to them later on in the show. But for now, try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery from last night's Billboard Music Awards. This multiple network reality show star, who also has been an actress and a singer, although not very well in any of those capacities, Mm. uh, was in very rare form last night and was drinking some wine and telling some tales about the mogul she once, quote unquote, dated. It was mostly about his full body waxing protocols and a need for a half a dozen showers per day. Oh, so think of two people in this blind item (sighs) that multiple network reality show star, singer, actress and her former boyfriend who is a mogul. This is not a Mariah Carey. This has nothing to do with Mariah Carey. Okay. This person, the network reality show star, had a memorable moment last night at the Billboard Music Awards. Not for a performance. Oh, Julianne Huff. Mm. Who did she used to date? Oh my goodness, Ryan Seacrest. Interesting. All right, fill in the blanks. Julianne Huff was in very rare form last night and was drinking some wine and telling tales about Ryan Seacrest. And it was mostly about his full body waxing protocols and Ryan Seacrest's need for a half a dozen showers per day. That does not surprise me. Wow. Um, I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall at the Billboard Music also, Awards last night. Who is she with again? Now? Yeah. Now? Some guy. But yeah, did yeah, you see them guy. last night? They were the most annoying audience members. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Their fake reactions <laughs> to everything. This was a whole thing I wanted to talk about today, but I was like, you just sound really negative. But like the fake reactions of people in the audience to what's going on on stage. Well, that has been like called out because, for example, during Taylor Swift's performance, they panned the camera over to uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Yeah. Joe Jonas used to date Taylor Swift. They famously broke up in a less than a minute long phone call. And uh, I'm telling you, Twitter is dissecting their reaction to Taylor Swift. It is literally a like three second pan of the camera across them. And Twitter is posting it and dissecting each frame of their reaction to her. But just like watching Julianne Huff and her man last night react, they were like, whoa, yeah, whoa. Particularly during Paula Abdul's performance, it was very awkward. And then she got throat punched by Paula from a hat, which was my favorite part of the night. (laughs) She didn't really get throat punched, but we'll talk about it. Yeah, we will talk about it. We'll talk about it later in the show. Thank you, Holly, for those great blind items. Now, when we come back, speaking of celebrities that are leveraging their relationship to get coverage, um, Schwat would like us to pay some more attention to them. Schwat update. That would be Chris Pratt and uh, what's her name? Catherine, Catherine Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Sorry, I just know them as Schwat. Schwatty we'll Schwat. be talking about them after this on my talk one hundred seven one.
somebody please pay attention to Schwat, okay? People don't know what that is. I'm going to tell you. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Now, Schwat is the uh, relationship that's all for publicity between Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger. Chris Pratt, of course, the actor. Katherine Schwarzenegger, the daughter mm. uh, of the famous family. And well she's done. an actress in her own right, is she not? Mm, Hasn't I, she done some stuff? I don't feel like she is. She had a lifestyle brand for a hot moment. Yeah, she's one of those uh, children's book authors. Yeah. She's just like a, a celebrity person. American author and the eldest child and of actor and politician Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Schreiber. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's been anointed Schwat. as somebody. The reason we're talking about them today is because they're trying really hard. They see what Chonis is doing mm-hmm. and they are jealous and they are trying to climb their way back into the middle of the media spotlight. You'll remember So there are these celebrity relationships. Most of them are fake. You know, do they love each other? Do they have sex? I don't know. It's not my business. But what I do know is that this is a pure marketing driven experience. And to that end, Jonas, of course, would be on the top right now. Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas, and really just the whole Jonas clan is, is doing an amazing job marketing themselves. Yeah. And getting the word out on social media and traditional media. Except for Kevin Jonas, I feel like he sort of rides his brother's coattails go on. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like he's around at all very much. But uh, back to Schwat, they realize what they are missing out on and have tried real hard in recent days to get back in the spotlight. Thus, this headline from Us Weekly. Are Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger ready to have kids? Exclusive. Okay, well, first of all, who was sitting around going, I gotta know if Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger are ready to have children? Um, Also, does that sound familiar to you? Because I'm pretty sure I read this headline about six months ago. About them, right? Yes, Yes. I'm saying this very headline. Because she was like, yeah, I just want a litter. We gotta get going. Someday, and you know, we're very uh, religious now, and we like to pop them out one after the other, like those Duggar kids. Um, I'm, I'm totally making that up, but what we do know is that this is getting them back in headlines. So, why? You know, I ask myself whenever I see stuff like this, like, why are they in headlines? Did they like? Right? Did somebody ask them this question? Mm-hmm. What's the context? Well, the context is they had a bridal shower. This week, uh, this last week. They both did like a couple shower. They were both there. Well, no, it, um, uh, Catherine celebrated her upcoming ceremony with a bridal shower this last Saturday. And so I think that's the reason they're getting back in headlines. Quote, it was a beautiful and loving shower. Does anybody have an ugly and hateful shower? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was a nasty ass shower. <laughs> There were lots of tributes to the couple and their love for each other and the people in their lives. That's what a source said of the party. I'm I'm pretty sure that you could just swap out the bride Any? and groom's name yeah. and the same damn thing could be said. Yeah. You know, nobody has a wedding shower where people show up and they're apathetic and they say marginally good things about the people and celebrate the fact that they like each other. It's always something like schmaltzy like that. What's also very interesting is... That's not a story. So when you read the story, again, the story is, quote, are Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger ready to have kids? Hold on to that. Because what the story is actually about, the only thing newsworthy in there is that she had a bridal shower on Saturday. Okay. 
What about, but what does that have to do with the kids? Well, apparently, according to a source that told Us Weekly exclusively in this week's issue, quote, both really love kids. It's not something they're thinking about right this second. Okay. Okay. So that's that's the only part of the story that deals with the headline. Uh-huh. But the rest of the article is about the fact that she had a bridal shower. Why would you not lead with <laughs> Catherine Schwarzenegger had a bridal shower this weekend? Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So this is why I'm I'm totally of the opinion that this is just an attempt to get them back it in. It is. Headlines. It's full-on clickbait. It's not about like getting the word out about their amazing you know, sponsor, uh, sponsored experience, bridal shower, a la Nick Pri- Jonas and Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra. Chopra. Exactly. But it's just literally an opportunity to put their names in, in headlines that have really nothing to do with anything. Us Weekly is definitely one of those publications that is like a tool of the celebrities machine um, directly. Yeah. Like people, Us Weekly, when you see stories in there about celebrities you and, and they quote sources, you can pretty much guarantee that those Sources are coming from inside the house. Yeah, the call is coming from inside the yeah. house. Also, did anything particular happen at that bridal no. shower that no. was... Nope. Nope, because they're very quickly, after they talk about the fact that there was a bridal shower uh, on April 27th, and the fact that there's an upcoming ceremony, and the fact that it was a beautiful, loving shower, there's really nothing else. And what they do talk about, and this is why I thought the choice for are they going to have kids was interesting. Chris Pratt's already got a kid. Right. right? With Anna Ferris. Yeah. So it's just a weird choice of a headline. You know, the I, I will say the only other headline I saw about Catherine Schwarzenegger's bridal shower happened before the shower. Yeah. And it was something along the lines of what... Oprah was going to get her as a gift. Now, this is my new favorite. This is my new favorite um, speculation. What will Oprah get? The happy, what, mother, father, bride? Like, what is Oprah's gift going to be to these people who are experiencing major life events? That is a headline that I find endlessly hilarious because it never is actually rooted in any type of fact. Yep. It's always some guess based on what she gave somebody else. Yep. And anyway, so I saw a headline like that, like, Oh, what will Oprah get Catherine Schwarzenegger for her bridal shower? But what I never saw was a follow up, like a picture of Oprah at Catherine Schwarzenegger's bridal shower. So like whether Oprah was even actually invited, I don't know whether she showed up. The, the only thing I will say about the, Catherine Schwarzenegger bridal shower that separates it from Priyanka Chopra's is that Priyanka Chopra did like a full photo shoot yeah. at hers. Yeah. And there was nothing to see. And I mean it really, mm-hmm. but didn't stop People Magazine from yeah. doing an entire spread on it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, genius or janky? <laughs> Should there be a dress code for parents at school drop off? A school in Houston is doing just that. We'll talk. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. 
visit amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.